Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh-oh. Here comes trouble. Hey, what's up? This is Tom Segura. You're listening to Izzy Rock on the Tales from the Hard Side podcast. Hey, this is Brendan Walsh, and you're listening to Izzy Rock on Tales from the Hard Side. These are tales from the hard side, painted so vivid, kicking real life stories, not woven or knitted. Izzy Rock brings that rawness to all who listen, dropping heavy knowledge, knowledge, and sharing some wisdom. Going down that rough road only makes you tougher. It's a beautiful struggle. Sometimes we suffer. Let the people know you aren't in this alone. This talk is deep. It cuts down to the bone. No fakeness here. This as real as it gets. Hazardous on the mic. Kick it live and direct. Spread that vibe everywhere all across the globe. The idea's real simple. There's no secret code. Reach out to the people. Spread that positive energy. Cause we're all looking for a little bit of serenity. Whatever little part of this planet you live in. These tales from the hard side are now transmitting. Transmitting. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 281 of Tales from the Hard Side podcast. I'm Izzy Rock, I'm your host and producer, and I've been releasing these since 2012. They are an archive or an online story, blog, whatever you want to call it, of my life in the past five years. So thanks for checking it out. Please go rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher if you would. Also, go check out the Gym City Podcast. Um, The meat of this episode is with a gentleman named Mr. C, uh, aka Kevin Cornell. He's a Dayton area educator that is has so much going on. He was the director of the Dayton Regional STEM Center. He was recently named Daytonian of the Week in our local uh, Dayton.com website. He has about uh, 6,000 subscribers on his YouTube channel and about 2 million views so far. He does a monthly show at the Engineers Club. And so we talk about how he took and used his love of music and made songs to educate kids. And he, he makes videos and he's just a really good dude. And so... Uh, I appreciated having him on, and I wanted to thank him for being a guest, and so stick around for that. But before I get to that, I want to tell you guys my week. Let's recap my week. So this week, um, some of the things that happened, uh, Chester Bennington, the singer of Linkin Park, took his own life. My son Christian just interrupted. What's up? Hold on just a second. Okay, so, yeah, he's leaving with friends, so, so yeah, Linkin Park's singer took his own life, hung himself, he had six kids, 41 years old, if you guys are experiencing depression, please seek help, um, I don't deal with it on the level that a lot of people deal with it, I do have depression once in a while, but not this debilitating depression that just causes people to take their lives um i want to congratulate chris holyfield he has taken a step away from his his job that pays the bills and all that stuff that he's been at for 11 years selling granite i think and he's going to start podcasting start a podcast for this company and help run their social media I think I understood it correctly. Maybe I'm wrong. But anyway, he is taking a step towards realizing his dream. And it's really inspiring. And I want to thank him. Please go check out the I Am Salt Lake podcast and his other podcast, Mom and the Nude Dad, with his 
uh, new wife, Chris, uh, Chrissy, Chrissy Shelley, Chrissy Hollyfield. Uh, go check their podcast out, Mom and the New Mom and the New Dad. I love it. It's one of my favorite podcasts. I uh, I look forward to a new episode being released all the time in there. They're going to be new parents, or he's going to be a new parent. She's already been parent a parent for a while. Man, my words are not coming out right today. It's been a long weekend. Um, Kyrie Irving of the Cleveland Cavaliers requested a trade. How depressing is that? One of the best players in the NBA does not want to play for the team that you root for. Sad. Go check out the show Bloodline. I'm in I'm in season three now, and it is a stressful show to watch. There's a lot of drama and so much craziness, but it's a slow burn, but worth it. I'm also caught up on Game of Thrones. I watched the latest episode last night. And not disappointed. My goodness, such a good show. But let's let's get to what really happened over the weekend. I went to something called Miami Valley Music Fest in Troy, Ohio. It's a annual music fest that's been going on. They collect all this money for charity, and all these bands play. They have three different stages. And it's usually the past couple years, maybe there was a little bit of rain, but everything went off without a hitch the past couple years. This year, not so much. Um, for one, it was, uh, it, it's usually later on than this. I think it's sometime in August. Maybe, yeah, sometime in August. And this year, they had it this this weekend, which... Amy and I, we celebrated our 21st wedding anniversary on Thursday, and that was pretty awesome. And so I was off um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and I have to go back to work tonight. But So I had gotten ready for this Miami Valley Music Fest. We had planned on camping. I had an electric campsite, even though I don't have an RV or anything. It's just good spot to have to plug in lights to plug in, you know, if you want to charge your phone or something like that. And we had a Gym City podcast booth set up. So we went out on our anniversary on Thursday and set everything up. Everything looked great. We had a tent, six-man tent. We had a canopy all nice and set up. And then in the morning, on Friday morning, there was these major storms that rolled through that all of a sudden I'm on Facebook after I'm waking up looking... And there's all this damage, all this damage going on. And all these people who had been set up, their st- their canopies had been blown over. Like it was a bad storm that had rolled through. And so I couldn't wait to get out there and see what happened to our campsite. I rolled out there and what do you know, our canopy was toppled over, bent up and destroyed. Luckily, I'd gotten some insurance. You know, when I paid for it, they asked me if I wanted insurance. I paid 8 or $9 to get insurance, and I'm getting a totally new uh, canopy. And so Scott Epic, he bought a canopy for himself and replaced the one that we had. And so new canopies up. It's all good, right? Well, because it had rained, I didn't want to set up my podcast stuff to podcast. Because I was afraid at any moment it would rain. And it did. It ended up raining. So Friday night was pretty much a wash. Uh, it wasn't a wa- when it comes to podcasting. And podcasting for Gym City Podcast. It was a wash. But I was able to actually have a great time seeing Signs of Life. The American Pink Floyd. We saw tons of good artists um, on Friday night. Went back to our campsite, hung out, sat around the fire, had a good time, and then Saturday morning rolls through, and it is freaking storming. We wake up around 545 because my wife had to leave at 6 to go back home, take our son so he could uh, could go have 7-on-7 drills out in Centerville, which is pretty far away. 
So she had to take him home to go drop him off at the school. And we get out there. Or we leave in the morning. Or she leaves in the morning. And um, did I stay? Hmm. I don't remember exactly. Yeah, after she left, I went back to sleep. And then Scott woke me up around 7, 7.30. And we had talked about breaking everything down because they had talked about storms coming through all day and all night. And then all of a sudden, we're breaking everything down, get everything home. Um, I got a shower, laid down, took a nap. And I was really disappointed in the fact that you know, I was I didn't have any podcast that we recorded, and I had planned on recording some. So we just packed up everything in a couple book bags, uh, all of my um, mobile stuff. I pop, packed that up, packed up some extra clothes just in case I got wet or anything. And we took some chairs and just went out and hung out. And once again, had a, another great evening. I did a podcast with uh, the typical Johnsons, just talk to them about their favorite food spots, favorite places to eat. I did a podcast with a band called Camp with two A's. Uh, Camp, and those are two good dudes. Uh, young young guys making some pretty rad music. I like it. And then, uh, and their performance blew me away. And then I interviewed the band Subterranean, Sub T. Love those guys. So I was able to actually get three podcasts. And we hung out. Had a good time. Uh, They redid the Talking Heads tribute show. Uh, This is a party on Friday night. And that was awesome. And No, that was Saturday night. It was awesome. And so we, after sub-tea, we went home. And it stormed again. And luckily we didn't have anything up to take down. And that was one of the good things. Woke up. On Sunday morning and didn't have to worry about packing up everything. And I love camping at times. But at times it's a freaking mess. And I take way too much stuff. I over plan it. It's it's not a good time. <laughs> but I did have a great time. I want to thank Brad Denson and everybody who uh, put together the event. They had some major issues. They had uh, the main stage blew away so they were down a stage they had like all these canopies that had been destroyed in this tower of canopies (laughs) pop-ups or whatever it was just crazy it was a crazy weekend it makes you realize like how crazy weather in ohio can be and it makes me want to go to someplace like california where the weather's not like that all the time (laughs) so but anyway let's get to this podcast I hope you guys had a great week, and uh, thanks for checking it out. Uh, it's the Mediocre Show Best of 5-Hour Edition this this week. Justin put that together for the guys at the Mediocre Show, so go check that out. And check out Gym City Podcast. And let's get to it. Here's the episode with Mr. C. Welcome in to the Gem City Podcast, a podcast about Dayton for Dayton. Check out this and all past episodes online at gemcitypodcast.com. You can also listen to the Gem City Podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Follow Gem City Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Gem City Podcast is brought to you by Folio Design House, Epic Life Fitness, Venus Child Productions, Now let's get to it with this episode of the Gym City Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of the Gym City Podcast. I am Izzy Rock, your host and producer for the Gym City Podcast, or one of the hosts. And you can follow me on social media at the Izzy Rock. And go check out all of our stuff at Gym City Podcast. If you dig it, share it on social media and subscribe to it on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Every Wednesday, I release a storyteller podcast featuring a different musical artist from the Dayton area. And today is a little different because 
the artist I have isn't your typical artist who's going to play in a bar or uh, a club, but we'll get to we'll get to know him. I want to introduce Mr. C to the podcast. What's up, dude? Hey, what's happening, Izzy? Glad to be here today. Yeah, dude. Uh, if you could pull that mic a little bit towards you. There what you about go. there? Sound good? That sounds good. All right, so let's talk about your path because you're, you use music and media and internet content to reach out to, uh, to teach. Absolutely. So, you know, my story is really cool and it's really exciting because... What ended up happening is I became an educator 15 years ago. I was a classroom teacher. I was a science teacher for seven years. And then I jumped from that into the world of administration and had multiple roles in that facet. But from an early start, I recognized that music was a really powerful component to kids. And that was really the catalyst that really got me going. So I used music in my classroom. We used to write Christmas songs with the kids. We used to write content songs and use Christmas karaoke songs to really get them pumped up and going about what we were learning about. And I would create CDs for them, and that was kind of like the catapult to saying, well, if I'm doing this with karaoke stuff, why not just do it from scratch and really build some songs that, you know, be earworms for kids and that I could go listen to. And it's not just like your typical Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall song. They're actually full-fledged songs, chorus, verses, bridges, you name it, to really get kids excited and into learning because it's all about learning and getting kids engaged. So are you... Are you originally from the Dayton area? Uh, no, actually, I grew up overseas. So I moved here when I was 16. Oh, wow. And so, you know, my musical influence is really unique because I grew up in the world of techno in the 90s, house music, and then coming over here, hip-hop was huge. You had rap going on, and now it's actually shifted into, you know, the pop, into EDM, et cetera. So my songs are really unique in the sense that I, th I think I blend a lot of these different cultures and these different vibes so to speak to to really engage kids and have some fun with it now wh where are you originally from i grew up i'm from germany oh wow so I, was, I was born overseas uh, my mom's german my dad's american he was in the military for a couple of years but when he got out he actually stayed overseas um and so we had our family over there for many many years and we moved here in 95 and so dayton became home dayton is home now i yeah. mean you know 22 years later it's it's where I live and breathe and eat every single day. So I have a few friends that uh, I'm connected to on the internet from various uh, podcast communities that live in Germany. The same situation that you, you came from, they, they're living over there and uh, they, they're enjoying life. But I'm glad to have you here. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. I'm really excited to share kind of my story yeah. and why it's so important to connect with kids and not just with uh, music, but just multimedia productions and really socially because learning is a social uh, component and you know with social media today there's no reason why we shouldn't be connecting to kids inside of the classroom and then beyond the classroom and then formal learning opportunities with you know YouTube and Facebook and Instagram all these things really lend themselves to exciting things for kids so when did you decide teaching was the way your path you know it's really funny because for a long time I've always known I wanted to be a teacher I don't remember the day that it happened but there was a teacher I had in high school her name was Mrs. Bierbauer and if she happens to download this I would love for her to hear this um, she was really a true inspiration I had her for her honors American Lit in high school when I moved here in Fairborn to Fairborn and I was a really hard-working student and I always worked hard to get a good grade and what's really cool is I got an essay back from her and it was marked up. It was completely red, right? Like all the red ink and you see it and you're like, oh gosh, it's horrible. Like what just happened to my paper? And I, I talked to her because I wanted to improve. I wanted it to be something, you know, I wanted to improve on. She says, Kevin, this is an example of what your life is. Everybody has, your life is an essay and you're going to get it marked up. It's red ink. Everybody has red ink, but it's what you do with the red ink that matters. So if you're content with the red ink, the marks on your paper in your life, that's fine. Or if you want to make the small adjustments to make it better, to tell your story a little differently, that's all up to you. So I always like to think that the red ink in our lives is something we can adjust and change. And she was just a huge inspiration uh, to me in high school and moving here and, you know, getting assimilated to a whole new world because it's totally different here in the States than what I was experiencing in Germany. And so it was, she was such a great mentor. And I realized that kids teachers, parents, everybody has such a huge impact on students. And so that impact is really what drove me to say, I want to connect with kids. And I know I can do that really well, because when we have authentic connections, the sky is the limit. We, we can really impact kids in such a way that we don't even realize sometimes. That is correct. 
Now, where did, where did you go to school? Um, when I moved here to the States, I actually went to Fairborn and I graduated from Fairborn High School. Uh, college? Uh, college, I, I am a date night. So I went to Wright State University. I got my undergrad. I got my master's and all of my administrative licenses from Wright State as well. So um, Dayton has treated me well. And it, I mean, it's home. I, yeah. Full-fledged. I, I'm embedded in this place. So, Do you have... Um... Do you have any advice for someone who may be listening to this and they're going through the school to be a teacher currently and they're looking for some sort of wisdom from somebody who's been there? Yeah. I, one thing I love to share, because I was actually the human resource director for Huber Heights City Schools as well. So before that, one of the, the biggest things I always share with people uh, when I was a principal, I shared it with my staff. When I was HR director, even now, I always tell people you're always on an interview. And so each and every day when you go out and you do things, do things that are right by yourself and more importantly that you are proud to show with others and share with others because you're always on an interview. You just never know what's going to happen. So the small things you're doing to build your name slash brand, whatever you want to call that, those are the things that people think of when they think of you. And so you want to make sure that you're always on the up and up. And so the things you do share on, on social media, yeah. those are the things that are really critical to be cognizant of that you want to make sure that you say to yourself, self if someone else sees this am i going to be proud of what they're seeing because that's you and you are who you are so you want to make sure that you exemplify that especially as an educator because you're a role model on and off the field the moment you walk out of your classroom and you're out in public you know you're a steward of of students and so you want to really model that all the time so you're always on an interview that's something i'd love to say to people yeah and uh being influenced and we'll we'll continue getting to your uh your teaching path and, and where it has led you, but music, music seems to have played a huge role in your life. Uh, I like to ask a lot of my storyteller, uh, or I, I have questions for storyteller guest. And one of those is what was the first piece of music you, you bought with your own money? The first piece of music I ever bought with my own money. Oh my gosh. <sighs> it's probably like the, well, I lived overseas, so it was really big and techno and all those different things. But we also went to the base all the time. And I remember buying probably my vanilla ice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, uh, you know, Ice Ice Baby was huge. It and was. That was huge. And then you had Informer by Snow, right? Those songs were just like, I mean, it's total throwback. But those are, I can, I, vivid, I vividly remember buying those two CDs on the base. And um, it was exciting, right? You know, you go home and first you got to find a CD player to listen to it, right? Because right. the car still had the tape decks. And, and so you can only listen to it at home on a CD player. But yeah, that, those are probably one of my first official CDs. Um, yeah, those, those guys are huge influences in, in the terms, in the sense that, you know, you see what they're doing and you aspire to impact people. It's not right. necessarily what they're talking about. It's, it's a feeling. Music provides us a feeling and a connection to something. And so those songs bring back those memories. And, and that's really the whole idea of what I do is that I realize music is so powerful. And because of that powerful component to it, I thought I need to be making songs to connect kids with the experiences that we're having in and out of the classroom because it becomes memorable then. That's right. And, and they're always going to remember that. I mean, right now, if I ask you to run off the lyrics from your favorite song, you could probably do that in a heartbeat. Absolutely. And so what I was trying to do is saying, wow, I want these kids to have songs that they can listen to that inspire them. And I knew they were listening because in the middle of like tests and things like that, you can see them like lip syncing the song in their heads. You could see them going through the verses until they found the answer to the content that they were like struggling on in the test. So, you know, music is powerful, but it gives us so many connections and it's really a universal language. And what was the last thing that you played before you came here? What was, what have you been playing recently or what, did you play on the way over? <laughs> so, I, 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 I'm actually working with, um, so it's a, that's a really good question. So personally, I was working on a song uh -huh. right before I came over and I'm working with PBS nationally because I'm going out to a conference in San Antonio as part of the digital innovator program that I'm, I'm working with. And I'm actually working with a group of teachers and we're actually building a song via, um, internet. So we we're collaborating, we're doing webinars. And we're working on that song right now. So I have groups that are doing the chorus, the verses, and different things like that. And I'm working on the layout of the song and cleaning it up a little bit so that when we actually get together in San Antonio, we can actually produce the song and take my mobile studio with us and just actually make the song there for it's part of the workshop. It's one of the activities we're doing. So we're doing all the legwork up front. 
and then we're going to actually put it together, shoot a video there on the spot. We have about an hour and 15 minutes, and we're actually going to build that right there on the fly. <laughs> it's going to be amazing, and I'm so excited because I'm working with a class of 2017 PBS Digital Innovators, so they are people who are very like-minded. They want to be creative. They want to push themselves to the limit, and so, yeah, we're doing that. And, and the program I work with, it's something I actually do with schools as well. Is It's called Grab the Mic, so grab the musical integration concept. So the idea is that you, you build these songs, content-driven songs, put a sweet beat to it, and then you kind of just... You run with it and you, you share a story, right? That's what a song is. You're sharing a story through lyrics that are to a rhythm and a rhyme. So that, that's that's really the song I'm listening to right now. And then the other song is one of my daughter's favorites, Eminem, Lose Yourself. We've been listening to that in the car oh, yeah. a lot. So it's just been one of those things. That track, that, yeah, it's great. It's You know, it's a motivating component. Yeah. And it, it's just, you have to seize the moment when you have it. And that's kind of what we're doing right now with everything. Now, how many people are playing a part in creating this song? Uh, so for this song that we're building right now, I think I have 12 digital innovators, 11 or 12 digital innovators, and then I actually have some station reps from across the country as well. So these folks are from Oklahoma, all over the place. And so we actually are putting the song together. Um, we have a webinar tomorrow night that we're going to be hosting again that I'm going to host, and we're going to kind of talk about where we're at and go through that. So it's a process, right? I mean, you know, doing oh, yeah. anything with audio, we're making a song, uh, producing a video, it takes time, it takes energy. And it's really an art and yes. you, you have to find your way in that. And whether you're a beginner or you've done it for years, you always find ways to improve. So this process, doing it um, via proxy, so to speak, it's been challenging, but it's really, it's really pushing my creativity to say, how are we going to do this effectively? So when we come together, we can actually cut the tracks, put it all together, you know, clean it up and get, have a CD quality song ready to go for this group. So, so your path of teaching led you to, learn how to create and edit and use all these tools at, at your hand that now, um, you know, 20 years ago, we didn't have, teachers didn't have something like this. And let's talk about the process of when, uh, I'll get back to how you began teaching and all that stuff, but the, the music is really what caught me with what you do because, you know, to be able to put rap to uh, educational rap that actually sounds good and make the songs like how, how long does that process take from beginning to end? So that process, it varies, right? And so it depends on the song and what, what I'm very fortunate about, what I'm very fortunate for is that I have a family that has lived in the music industry for years. So when we lived overseas, my brother, um, Brian, he, he actually had multiple songs that were actually hits overseas in Germany. Wow. And so one of his big songs was Get Up and Move uh -huh. by SNK. And have you, have you ever heard of that dance game called Dance Dance Revolution? Yeah. So when that first came out, I, I'll never forget the phone call. It was in 95. He calls and says, hey, they picked up my song for this game. And they're going to be dancing on these little arrows and things like that. I'm like, there's no way anybody's going to play that. Well, you know, 18, 19 iterations later, they're still buying the song from him to be part of that process and things like that. So, you know, seeing that was great. Um, he used to have songs and videos on Viva, which is the equivalent to MTV overseas. And so he had songs there. And so he was a great inspiration. And then I have my brother-in-law and my brother-in-law and brother actually collaborated on some things as well. My brother-in-law actually works with me on my stuff right now. And so I, I do all the, I build the song, I do everything and I ship it to him and he helps me clean it up and make it, you know, ready to roll for radio, CD quality, everything like that. So, you know, it's, it's a family endeavor. And so working with my brother-in-law on this, because he's also remote, he's in DC. It's, it's kind of cool because technology affords us all these things that we didn't have when I first started doing this. So when I first started creating these songs, you know, I was, I was in my classroom and I didn't have any, I brought in my, my desktop PC and before that, I brought in a CD player with a karaoke CD of Christmas songs, and the kids would sing over that, and then I would record it with a video camera, and then I would combine the two to produce a CD that I would give to them for a holiday gift. Wow. So I went from that to then, you, you know, using Sony Asset Pro on my PC, and then I kind of migrated into uh, the big boy versions of things, and I, I got into Logic Pro and, and, you know, 9 and 10, and so that's kind of what I use now. That's the platform I use with my Mac. So... But the song itself, it just depends on the song and the content. I feel like I never have enough time to do it because I'm working full time, yeah. um, which is also changing. I'll share with that here in a little <laughs> bit. And so, you know, creating a song, it's, it's a love and a passion. And you don't, 
there's it's hard to say. Sometimes it'll take three or four weeks to write, really write a song, but then you also to put it on YouTube and different platforms, you have to build the video, which can be actually more challenging than the song itself because you want a visual of what's happening and you want to share that story in a different avenue and different venues. So yeah, and editing videos. I, I was talking to you the, talking to you about this before the podcast. I've done some video editing for Gym City Podcast and video editing, and I love it. Like it's I love the process of doing it, but it takes a lot of time to put together videos. It's crazy how much time it takes because one, you you have to capture the footage you want, right? Yep. So not just footage, but B-roll and all those different things. And fortunately, uh, a quick shout out to my wife who's amazing. She'll we'll we'll capture the footage and video, and she will you know she'll cut it out and she'll clean it up a little bit, and then we'll sit down together and really start hammering things out. So. It takes a small team. It's really my wife and I who do a lot of it, but then my little brother, who who's a videographer, does all sorts of work, uh, slow motion, things like that. So we utilize him in the videos and things like that as well. It, it's really a family affair, but it really also is an independent piece where it just takes so, so much time, but every moment is worth it because the comments I get on YouTube, the, the feedback I get from students, from teachers, that's why you put that stuff out there. And, and reaching out to kids and families informally allows them to realize that learning can really happen anywhere, anytime. And that, that's really what I'm chasing with this. So it went from just strictly creating um, music and videos on my channel. And I don't want to digress, but now I create lots of science content, yes. experiments and demonstrations and all those different things as well. And those things lend themselves for families to come together and do science and math in their kitchen at home. And that's what this is all about. This is what we do as educators. We work to inspire and if you can show someone why something is important and you can have them connect with that, that is when the learning takes place. And because that trust in that relationship, and that's what I think I've done with my online audiences. I'm building a relationship with them so that they can come back and see good quality content that they can trust and that they know that they can share with their families and all those different things and, and really kind of run with it on their own. Yeah, and before we get to that, because that's a good segue into the education aspect of, of your career, uh, how many brothers and sisters do you have? So there's five of us. I have uh, two brothers, two sisters, and I'm smack dab in the middle. So I've had to survive my whole life. Uh, how, how was that growing up? <laughs> it's awesome. You know, we've got a great family. Um, we are just, we're a tight-knit family, and it's it's great to see everybody support one another, another in all of their endeavors. And, um, you know, family is really important. And so that's really my whole purpose of doing what I'm doing is I want to connect with kids, but more importantly, I want to show kids and families that it's okay to learn together mm -hmm. and really chase some things together. And, and it's okay to be nerdy. If you're listening out yeah, there, it's okay right. to be nerdy. Especially nowadays. Now, yeah. Nowadays <laughs> it's awesome. Right. And, and being nerdy is your own definition. Be yourself. And who cares if you're nerdy, yeah. quote unquote nerdy? It's what it's what you do with your time that that matters. And if you're if you feel successful doing things and exploring the world around you, do it. And if you're you know, it, there's no right or wrong. It's it's what drives you. It's follow your heart, follow your dreams, and you know, great things will happen. And what music was played around the house when you were growing up? What parent? What music did your parents play around the house? Maybe when they were cleaning or when they were just having hanging out. Um, so my mom, she is German, so she listened to German music, obviously, but then my dad, you know, um, old country, hillbilly oh, stuff, it. you know, um, banjo picking. My yeah. dad plays banjo. My mom plays guitar. I'm a drummer. I've played drums since I've been 10 years old. My little brother used to bust out the flute. Um, so, you know, we used to do all sorts of stuff as a family. It's, it's great. My little sister, I think even played the violin for a little bit and piano. Wow. So, you know, music has always been infectious in our family. And so, you know, some of those, some of those feelings and some of those things, they, they still live in the music that I do today. So I'm all about a sweet beat that gets kids up and moving and dancing, but sometimes I'll bust out with like one of my songs, it's called My Pond. It's like, oh, my pond. It's like a little cheesy, like, you know, country thing, country feel. It's kind of twangy and it's, it's, it's knowing your audience and, and finding something that you think they're going to fall in love with. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So you, when you first started teaching, where, where did you start out at? So I, I graduated from Wright State. Um, I actually did my student teaching at a school called Menlo Park mm -hmm. in Huber Heights. It's no longer there because they actually built a new school. It merged. So it's now Wright Brothers Elementary. So I, I was there for seven years. And then I finished my first um, administrative degree after my master's degree. And I got a curriculum instruction professional development license. And I hopped right into working as a curriculum supervisor. 
So I did that for a year and then I actually became a building principal. Wow. And so the building principal was probably my favorite job of all time, just because you, you're still so connected with kids. Yeah. You know, you're opening doors for cars, for parents, and it's, it's amazing. And when you have those kind of connections with families and students <clears throat> and even teachers who are in the building, it, the, the sky's the limit. There's nothing you can't accomplish when you have one focus. And, and if the focus is always on what's best for kids, the sky is the limit. And you can just do phenomenal things as a team. Wow. And so where after you were principal, cause that's, a, and I, I remember what it was like to be a kid. You, I'm sure you remember what it was like to be a kid and have a principal or have, you know, somebody, somebody in charge when you got that position, like, what was that day? Like the day is amazing, right? So you, it's, it's all about adrenaline yeah. and, and ultimately making decisions for kids, right? Safety is number one. That that's, that's the number one thing you think of when you are responsible for 700 kids is safety, yeah. school safety. So you go through that, but then going through the halls, seeing kids, high-fiving kids, talking to the kids, visiting classrooms, uh, working with teachers, helping teachers, um, talking to parents on the phone. Every day was unique and that's what made that job so special. And connecting with those kids is is something that I will cherish. And I still have kids and families and parents who reach out to me from when I was a teacher and a principal in Huber Heights. And so that that's so powerful because when they touch back with you on social media and they're like, you know, one of my former students just reached out. I can't say her name, but um, she she's working to become an Olympian. Wow. And she told me that I was one of her inspirations as a fifth grade teacher. So, I mean, how you can't bottle that, right? It's, right. it's, priceless. Are, it's priceless. And that's the kind of energy that you want to give out to the world, and that's the energy you kind of give it back. Yeah. So, you know, as as a teacher, I had reach. I, I we were departmentalized, so I had seventy five to ninety kids uh, for science every every day. And then when I became a curriculum supervisor, I worked at a building level, so I worked with you know five hundred kids, and then a building principal. I had a really big building, and then I wanted to have even a bigger impact, so I ultimately went to what. In, in our business, we went to, I went to central office. I took a curriculum position at the district level and now I'm helping teachers help kids. And so that, you know, you just expand your reach. And then I actually became um, the director for human resources and human rights as well. And I did that for a year before going back to my roots and jumping back into curriculum. So curriculum is, is what drives everything that we do in education. I feel, um, good relationships and having trust and compassion for others is why we're educators. But that idea of curriculum and what we're teaching kids, you know, that changes. But what doesn't change are the four walls we teach in. That's right. So your creativity, how you inspire, how you connect, and how you make that day meaningful for your kids, that's always ours. So, you know, laws and legislation will change. We have to play by the rule book. I encourage everyone to do that all the time. But then don't lose your creative capacity because that's what the kids need right now because yeah. we're competing with things right we compete with xboxes we compete with netflix we compete with you name it social media we have to engage kids in a different way today and so for me that's been music and videos and, and those types of things the whole time wow and so now you are creating you're creating science videos on the internet you're impacting people's lives all across the world like i've seen some of your videos and some of your videos have pretty high view view count for somebody locally. Yeah, it's it's growing. So that that's the best part. I remember when I got my first 100 subscribers on YouTube, I'm like, yeah, yeah. this is awesome. Um, now I'm, I'm about to roll over into 6,000, which that's it's awesome. not a huge number, but there are 6,000 people who are subscribed to my station who right. see my content. And then, you know, roughly every month I'm getting 50 to 60,000 views on my content. So people are watching it. And I think it's because I try to provide engaging content that you can learn from. And, you know, teachers are using in their classrooms. Um, I do a Skype. I Skype with, with folks wow. across the country. I've done stuff in Buffalo, North Carolina, uh, California. So connecting with these people is really important because they're, they have the same mission as I do. And that's to make learning fun for their kids and to engage them. And so what, what is the path that lies ahead now? So, you know, I alluded to it a few minutes ago, but currently I, I work full time. I'm, I'm uh, a director for a STEM center here in Dayton. And what... I'm actually doing is I'm actually leaving that full-time job to pursue Mr. C endeavors full-time. And the reason I'm doing that is because over the years I've planted seeds and they're starting to grow and they're starting to blossom. 
but what I don't have is the time to continue to nurture my little garden. That's right. And I need to nurture that because I don't want to look down the road five years from now and say, oh, I miss an opportunity to really pursue this and, and do this full time. And so, you know, I've had great opportunities here in Dayton. Um, you know, one of the things I do is I'm the host for a local program called Science Saturdays, which is great. And it's a monthly show that's held at the Engineers Club every second Saturday of the month. It's free. Is it so open to the public? It's open to the public. Uh, we're in the middle of our second season. And we had grant funding from the Engineering and Science Foundation to get three years. So, you know, we've partnered with the Montgomery County ESC. When I say we, so Mr. C has partnered with the, the Montgomery County ESC and also Think TV to kind of put this together. And so we have three years of funding. So this, you know, the first season was a great success. The second season, um, we've had two shows over 300, uh, 330 people. And then the other two shows have been about 275. So we have a great attendance that comes and. The whole point is to engage families in informal learning. So that's one of the things I'm doing. And then I'm also, and I think this is going to air probably fairly soon. You know, I'm, I'm going to be at the Beaver Creek 4th of July parade. And then I'm also going to be on the bandstand at Rotary Park. So if you want to come check out some hair raising science by Mr. C, you know, I'm going to be down there doing science for an hour. Um, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be lots of fun. And then those opportunities continue to happen. Living Dayton, I reached out to Living Dayton and said, hey, would you be interested in having a segment, a monthly segment to do science to engage families at home? And so now I'm going to have a, um, a monthly Monday um, spot that's going to be the first Monday of every month on Living Dayton. And we're going to do, awesome. do hair-raising science because, you know, learning science is fun. And that's why I actually picked that website because when people ask me, what's your website? Learning science is fun because learning science is fun. So... You know, I, I want people to think about what they do with their kids and, and whether they're at in the house cooking together or whether they are at Kings Island on a roller coaster, science is around us. It's in recipes. It's in the chemical reactions that are taking place. It's in the energy changes from potential to kinetic on the roller coaster. You know, it's all around us. So we just have to stop, think and say, why is this happening? And if you can ask why it's happening, there's science behind it. Oh, right. Wow. So yeah. you just it's we just want to explore this world. And so. Locally, there's some really great stuff that's shaken out. I've got some other things in the works that um, I have to wait to share about it right now because you know, we're, we're firming some things up. But, you know, we're, I'm working on some other media productions right now that, that are going to be hopefully really impactful for the, the kids in the area. Because my goal is to make everyone excited about what they're doing. And whether that's through media production with video or media production with music, you know, I think we have an obligation to the kids in this community to provide opportunities, not just at the Engineers Club. But when I'm doing stuff in Beaver Creek or if I'm working at another local community or, you know, or Greenstein. So there's a local art studio, Decoy Art. I don't know if you've heard of it or not. No. But um, we've, we, we are working on a partnership. It's called Greenstein. And we basically have art down to a science. Mm. And so what, what we're doing is we're going to be we, we've done one back in April and we're having an opportunity to bring kids in and to do science connected with the arts. And so in July, July 23rd, we're going to have our second one, and then we're going to be doing them quarterly. So we're going to have the version for kids, and then we're going to actually have a teacher version as well that we're going to do professional development with teachers and PD sessions. So, you know, we, there are so many ways to connect with people locally and organizations. And, you know, just being here on this podcast is a great way to share my vision, my mission with, with a new audience. And hopefully someone hears this and says, oh, man, I can, I can do these cool things with my kids, or I can check this out. And, yeah, that, that's what this is all about. Yeah, man. And speaking of doing cool things with kids, uh, what are some of the places, if somebody's listening to this and maybe they're not familiar with the area, maybe they're new to the area, what are some of the places that you would recommend taking kids or uh, let's even say your favorite field trips that you've take you've taken when you've been an ed educator? Yeah, so I, I remember this because you, you, you asked me to think about a couple of things and this is one of the things I was thinking about. The Dayton area, the Miami Valley, is loaded with amazing parks. So it doesn't matter if you're in Dayton, Beaver Creek, Centerville, there are parks everywhere. And if you want to explore some amazing things that are provided to us, you know, green uh, metro parks, and that, that's awesome, green county parks, that is what I would recommend to start out with. You know, you have Cox Arboretum, which is beautiful. They have an amazing butterfly house that is going to be full of butterflies here soon in the very near future. Then you have Wergerton Gardens, so they have the the uh, the hands-on pieces for kids to go and and the sensory um, zone that they have, which is amazing. And their their rose garden is just beautiful. So there are so many really cool parks in the area that you can explore, and you could probably go to one every weekend for for 
I don't even know how long. I mean, I don't think I've hit them all. So that's one of the things I would recommend for parents to get out and to do. If you're into fossil hunting, right? There are places where you can go fossil hunting and find fossils. And, you know, there's another thing, fossils, all of these fossils that were found in the sea, you know, this place is once covered by water. So it, it's, it's hard to bog or put to wrap your mind around all the cool stuff that's actually happening here in the area, but it's full of cool stuff. And, and I would recommend folks explore those opportunities locally because they're free and they're fun and they're really engaging. Um, in terms of field trips, you know, when I was a teacher, we used to go to Camp Kern. Oh yeah. Uh, Camp Kern yeah. is awesome. And you know, I bet there are tons of people listening to this that are going to say, I went to Camp Kern yeah. when I was in school too. And so I, we took our fifth graders to Camp Kern. I did that for seven years. And for me that, and I know it's not a field trip for me and my family, but that was one of the coolest things that I ever got to do with kids and, and to get to spend time, um, for multiple days, exploring nature, appreciating nature and really, um, building relationships. And that, that's, you know, that's what we do. So yeah, check out the parks. It's, it's amazing here in the Dayton area. Yeah. And that's very cost effective and, um, the taxpayers have really placed a lot of value in, in the area with those Metro parks. Uh, I live up in the Northmont area and Inglewood Metro park is one of the best places you could go and hike. It's right next to the river. Um, and, and it's free. You yeah, but keyword free, right? <laughs> it's it's amazing, and and those are the kind of things we want to, to want to explore. You know, free stuff is amazing, but when it's free and it's really good, that that's really a win win combination. Yeah, wow. So um, before we leave, is there anything else you want to cover? Did, did we did we cover it all? You know, we covered most of it. I think um, I have some notes here. I'll take take a peek at here in a second, but. Oh, I, and we do got to do a couple tracks. Yeah, we want to talk about some yeah, of those tracks. Yeah, we want to talk talk about a couple tracks. Sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. That's you know when you're actually doing this live, it's like yeah, you got you start getting into things, you kind of forget about them. And I I wrote that down. So you know one of the tracks that I have is um, it's called it's science time. Wow. And I wrote the song. I I had two versions of it. I wrote the song because I wanted to to really inspire and get get folks bumping to a really cool song and get their hands clapping and get them up and moving. And, and that's what it's science time is all about is, is inspiring folks to realize that it's all around you. It's, it's, it's here. Let's listen to it. Let's enjoy it. And let's explore the world together. So it's science time is a lot of fun. Um, and it, you're going to let the folks hear it. So it's, that's right. it's a really, really cool track. So make sure if you want to see and hear more of that, you can see the video, at, um, my YouTube channel, learning science is fun. Um, it's silly, it's goofy, and it's it's, it's just good stuff. <laughs> All right, so uh, here you guys go. Check out the song. It's science time. It's science time. It's time. Now enjoy the show, hands are clapping, join the flow with science, science, science time Let's all stop and just unwind, one, two, three, four, here we go Learn so much, your brain explodes, lessons so cool, so fresh Beat so big, you'll lose your breath, learning facts and real cool stuff Scream for more, can't get enough, it's, it's science time It's fun, you best believe, explore and learn new things Come and join me, please, it's, it's science time We're here to learn and grow, learning things that we don't know So sit back, enjoy the show Yes, yeah, best believe. 
Explore and learn new things Here with Mr. C It's science time Every day We know it's awesome We know it's great It's science time So here we go together Now enjoy the show Hands are clapping Join the science time did that take you to make so it's science time actually it was probably one of the quickest songs i ever put together and it's, i just had this this beat and this rhythm in, in my head and i was trying to figure out a way to put it down into tracks and it just kind of evolved you know writing the lyrics is is typically not the hard part at all it's it's finding the breaks and finding the rhythm that you want and you know my wife always says that she goes it feels like we live in a musical at the house because no matter what song comes on the radio we want to I, I always want to change the words. I want to make it my own. And she's like, can we just listen to a song, please? Just normal for a few minutes. And I'm like, no, no, no. What's the fun in that? So, you know, that, that's, that's been one of the really cool things about being in my house is, and living with my wife and daughter. And that they're just super supportive. And um, can I lead into one of the other tracks? Absolutely. So the other track I wanted to share, it's, it's not your traditional educational song. It's actually called Chicken Nuggets Applesauce. <laughs> And um, the song, well, let's let you hear it, and then we'll talk about it after. Chicken Nuggets Applesauce. Chicken Nuggets, Chicken Nuggets Applesauce. Chicken, Chicken Nuggets, Chicken Nuggets Applesauce. Let's order, get bunches, and soon you'll see us munching. They're yummy, they're scrumptious, love buying my school lunches. Won't try to deny you the tasty food you're craving. Each dollar, each penny, all week now we've been saving. I see it, can't believe it, almost there, can almost taste it. I'm drooling, I'm not fooling, waiting for that special flavor. It's lunchtime now, I'm in line, waiting for the food I love best. It's lunchtime and I'm starving, chicken nuggets, applesauce, yes. Chicken, ch chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets, applesauce. Chicken, ch chicken nuggets, chicken nuggets, applesauce. Chicken, ch chicken nuggets, chicken nuggets, applesauce. Chicken, ch chicken nuggets, chicken nuggets, applesauce. My lunch tray, man, it looks great, filled with all these tasty critters. Yes, I will eat them, no can't share what I'm the biggest kid here. School lunches, oh so funny, us hanging with my friends every day. We order chicken nuggets, applesauce, cause we are crazy. Yes, it's lunch time. I'm feeling so fly No, I cannot hide The way I feel inside Chicken nuggets, applesauce Chicken nuggets, applesauce Chicken nuggets, applesauce I can never get enough Chicken nuggets, applesauce Chicken nuggets, applesauce Chicken nuggets, applesauce I can never get enough I can never get enough Get enough, get enough I can never get enough Let's order, get bunches And soon you'll see us munching They're yummy, they're scrumptious Love buying my school lunches Won't try to deny you The tasty food you're craving Each dollar, each penny All week now we've been saving I see it, can't believe it Almost there, can almost taste it I'm drooling, I'm not fooling Waiting for that special flavor It's lunchtime now, I'm in line Waiting for the food I love best It's lunchtime and I'm starving Chicken nuggets, applesauce Yes. Chicken, ch chicken nuggets, chicken nuggets, applesauce. 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 All right, so what, what, how, how'd that song come about? So Chicken Nuggets Applesauce is a song that has been inspired from my little daughter for many, many years ago. She loved her chicken nuggets. She loved her applesauce. And it was one of those things when she was small, that's really all she would eat. She wouldn't touch anything else. And so um, not too long ago, I've had this idea of like, I want to write the song. I just want to dedicate it to my daughter, who is phenomenal and a super supporter of, of her dad. And 
you know, it's just chicken nuggets, applesauce, bum, 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 And it's just, it's so much fun because any parent out there can relate to this song, whether it's chicken nuggets and applesauce or if it's pizza or whatever your kid is stuck on. It's what you do. It's because it's your kid, right? So this song is really dedicated to the to our families and the idea that you know we've got to eat, so we might as well enjoy it. And let's just you know fist pump a little bit to it while we're doing it. So it's <laughs> it's the song is a lot of fun. Um, I, I put that one together fairly quickly. I know it's not an educational song, but I actually am right now. So if you're listening, I'm looking for folks to um, submit videos of their kids. While they're eating chicken nuggets and applesauce or some still photos, and you can uh, find information on my website, learningsciencesfun.com, or from my uh, YouTube channel if you visit that song. So, you know, if you have if you have the kid who loves their chicken nuggets and applesauce, please consider submitting a quick uh, little piece of footage or video, and we're going to put that together and compile that information. So we're really excited about having that song out there and really connecting to it. Wow, that's cool. So uh, your third track? So my third track actually is, it's one of those songs that kind of happened really on the fly, and it's called Hot to Cold, and it's about thermal energy and heat transfer. From Hot to Cold. From Hot to Cold. Heat transfer goes from hot to cold, from hot to cold, from hot to cold, from hot to cold, from hot to cold. Heat transfer goes from hot to cold, from hot to cold, from hot to cold, from hot to cold, from hot to cold. Heat transfer is really neat, it always goes from hot to cold. You'll always remember this kid easy, even when you're getting old. When you go out to dinner, you want food that is super real hot. But if you wait too long to eat, oh, you'll be so sad with what you got. See what happens, it's really easy. The food is sitting out and touching the air. The heat from your food's not disappearing, it's being transferred to the air. Cause heat transfer is really neat. It always goes from hot to cold, from hot to cold, from hot to cold. Heat transfer is really neat. It always goes from hot to cold, from hot to cold, from hot to cold. Summertime and you're at the pool, jumping off the high dive. Once you hit that cool water, it feels like you're frozen alive. See what happens, it's really simple. Your body has a warmer temperature. Cause once you touch that cooler water, it's taking your heat energy for sure. Heat transfer is really neat. It always goes from hot to cold, from hot to cold, from hot to cold. Heat transfer is really neat. It always goes from hot to cold, from hot to cold, from hot to cold. Thermometer is a tool we use to measure heat energy. It measures particles movement. They're moving endlessly. When molecules gain heat energy, they move around faster. The liquid expands and the temp goes up on the thermometer. Cause heat transfer is really neat. It always goes from hot to cold, from hot to cold, from hot to cold. Heat transfer is really neat. It always goes from hot to cold, from hot to cold, from hot to cold. Grab some different objects sitting in your room at home. Some feel cooler while others are warmer, but they have the same temperature. So the reason is that some objects conduct energy better than others, meaning it takes energy easily. We call these things conductors. The objects that felt warmer, we call these insulators. They don't conduct energy that well, so I'll see y'all later. Heat transfer is really neat. It always goes from hot to cold, from hot to cold, from hot to cold. Heat transfer. It's really neat. It always goes from hot to cold, from hot to cold, from hot to cold. Yeah, so the process for hot to cold came about. Um, one of the content standards that I was responsible for teaching my kids was, you know, transfer of energy. And so we were in class, and literally, I was standing in front of the, front of the group, and I was, I just started saying, "So energy goes from hot to cold, hot to cold, hot to cold." And one of my kids said, "Say what?" <laughs> and so I was like, "I'm turning that into a song tonight." 
And I did. I went home and I worked on it the whole night. I, I had to clean a whole bunch up. It took a little longer than one night, unfortunately. But I got the song done and I, I let my fifth graders listen to it. And they just loved it. And they were just dancing to it and going going crazy about it. And ultimately, that year at the talent show, my kids said, you should really sing that song at the talent show, Mr. C. And I'm like, I don't want to do the talent show. I don't want to be... Hey, that's... No, 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 no. They're like, you have to. You have to. And and some of the kids are like, I'll I'll do it too if you do it. And I'm like, oh, that's really powerful. So I wanted to be a good role model and say, I'll get in front of this group of audience, this audience, and, and do this. And it was like one of the first times I was in front of like 500, 600 people. And I did it. And it was uh, it was amazing. And actually, if you watch the video on my YouTube channel, there are clips of the actual footage that one of my parents recorded from the talent show that I'm on stage doing the song. And it's so much fun. And uh, that was just a great, great example of kids inspiring me to do something. And, and that's what this is all about, you know, this back and forth. So these, the three songs that you heard today are just, are just great. Um, lots of fun. And more importantly, hopefully get you up and dancing and get you kind of pumped up about learning science. I, and I guarantee there, there are earworms in, in your head now that you're listening because I, I checked out his content and for me it was like, okay, I can, I can see how this works. All right. Yeah, music is powerful, dude, and um, you're a powerful person. I think that what you're doing by using your talents to teach people science and mathematics and um, your impact on life with students, I can just being in the room with you and having a conversation with you, I can tell you're an extremely positive person who has had an impact on people's lives. So I appreciate you joining us for Gym City Podcast, and um, for listeners out there, where can they find your all your stuff on, on the internet? Yeah, so the best place to head out to find my stuff would be learningsciencesfun.com. And there's links there to all of my YouTube stuff, my social media components. Um, if you're on Facebook, check me out at Original Mr. C. Uh, same handle for Instagram and Twitter. And so, you know, check it out. If you have questions, feel free to get in contact with me. I'd love to, to support you and your endeavors out there. And uh, thanks so much for being here. I really appreciate having the opportunity to share my vision and my love uh, for learning here with the Gem City Podcast. Yeah, man, I, I appreciate having you on. You guys can go check out any and all podcasts that we do. We, we've had quite a bit of them. Uh, we have tons of content. We're, we're constantly thinking of new ways to uh, approach having conversations and uh, doing a storyteller like this where I'm interacting is is just one of those ways that we're we're continuing to move forward and grow and uh, using creative our, our creativity of y my years of podcasting to go okay I'm gonna have a conversation with somebody instead of them sitting reading questions on a piece of paper which sometimes can be awkward when the person's like you're right here you could just ask me questions <laughs> no I think it's awesome I think it was awesome today um, all right so how I usually would have people end is go. Um, Mr. C and you're listening to the or you've been listening to the Gym City Podcast so go ahead and do that Hey everybody, I'm Mr. C and you have been listening to the Gem City Podcast uh, I love sitting here on my porch in the evening just enjoying the sun watching it set there's nothing like it well, here's a little story that I like to tell all the organisms in my yard think it's really swell it's about a water ecosystem of which I'm fond, and that water ecosystem is my pond. Ecosystems really are fascinating things. You've got living and moan, living organisms interacting. In my pond, I've got a really smart fish. He sings part of the song, and it sounds like this. I'm a little fishy just swimming about, picking up small pebbles and spitting them out. Decomposers take my poopy and break it down. It turns to nutrients and is absorbed in the ground. From the water, I take in oxygen. This is vital for a fish's respiration. During respiration, I give off CO2. The CO2 is in the water for the plants to use. Ecosystems really are fascinating things. You've got living and non-living organisms interacting. In my pond, I've got a plant rooted to the ground. He'll tell you about all the things he sees floating around. On the yellow deer, plant is wishing and washing. It's hard to think I'm sitting underwater here talking. My job in the water is a simple thing. I take in nutrients that are broken down for me. I also take in sunlight, water, and CO2 to make oxygen and sugar. And sugar's my food. 
have my wits out sound I can't do photosynthesis So I start to respirate like other organisms Ecosystems really are fascinating things You've got living and non-living organisms interacting In my pond I've got a teeny tiny little thing They're known as bacteria and they also like to sing Rabbit decomposers you won't hurt about We do growth things ecosystems can't do without We take it for feed and break it down too Yes, this is the job that we do Since we respirate, we take in oxygen We give off CO2 again and again Without us in water, it would be a gross place You can find us in small ponds and also in lakes Well, my three little friends just told you about their jobs Every organism has a special role that we call a niche Like I said before, I love my little pond Cause it's got so many things in there that go on and on. I'm just so glad you've been able to visit and learn about this pond and little ecosystem that I love so much. Just think about the ecosystems where you live. Where you live, what's going on, how living and all living things are interacting. It's a fascinating thing, and I hope you enjoy this little story. Take care now. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.